Why do witches wear their name printed on their shirt? Why do witches wear their names printed on their shirt? So they can tell which is which. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. Boo. Should it be? <laughs> so they could tell which witch is which? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I like that. Okay. Welcome to Drawing Conclusion. <laughs> And I'm Emily Ruane. Um, this is going to be an awkward conversation, given how Telma's sounding right now. But uh, <laughs> we, we're recording remotely, yes, um, because the the pandemic uh, ran adjacent to our job. Nobody that we work or know is uh, in any harm at the moment. But it was enough to send us back home, so we are recording remotely. Um, as far as we know, we're all safe. Uh, Tell me, are you feeling okay? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, but sorry, we shouldn't talk too long about that because we have a very important guest with us today. Uh, it being Halloween, we needed a special Halloween consultant. <laughs> so let me introduce you to Kayla Dunaway. Yay! Hello! Crowd <laughs> goes we, wild. Why did we call upon you for Halloween? Why did you summon me? Why did we uh, summon the, <laughs> the The resident witch in house, I suppose, and the resident goth in general, yes. I guess. So, so you do you do self-describe as a goth? Yes, I guess. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> I suppose, yes. Um, I feel like uh, lately, these days, I, I subscribe more as a witch than a goth, I think. Um, but I guess they could go hand in hand, I suppose. Sure. So when you had your, your gothy, witchy awakening, what was that like? <laughs> Oh my god. Was it like, um, um, did, did you ever see Batman Returns? And you know, like, uh, I, I think it's been so long since I've seen that movie, like though. Selena Kyle, she like wakes up again as Catwoman and then she like goes back to her apartment and she's like smashing everything and painting everything black. Like, like, was it like that? I don't like, remember that part. Like, but, you um, went to your um room and you're just no, like, actually, um, I think. Like, because I grew up in the woods, so I grew up in the woods in Alabama, so um, just growing up in the woods and around nature, I was just uh, attracted to that kind of thing. And then, um, uh, it's part of my recommendations. Am I allowed to say my recommendation yet, or? You're, you're jumping um, very far ahead. <laughs> yes, I know, I know, I know, but, but no, it's but part no, of the excited. story. No, I'm um, so I watched 
the that movie um practical magic and Ooh. i <laughs> i fell in love so uh yeah that was kind of my journey and that was probably around when i was like 10 or something i guess uh goth journey so which journey was before goth journey and goth journey was more like here's the cure <laughs> Love to the the band the band and to your life yes so excellent okay um so yeah this is the halloween episode so we needed to consult a witch mm. uh, i do have a question for telma and uh emily though mm. which is haha get it no. um <laughs> Which Be- being is. that neither of being that neither of you are from America, um, what was Halloween like in your home country, and has that changed due to, like, popular culture kind of influencing real globalization? Yeah. Want to go first, Thelma? Well, okay. I lived in England, so Halloween was already popular there when I was a kid I lived there until I was like 12 mm-hmm. so we would dress up and go trick-or-treating and have Halloween parties and but when I moved back to Iceland Halloween people knew about Halloween but they weren't really celebrating mm-hmm. it <laughs> I have a couple of stories so like um, one time we decided to just have a Halloween party and introduce Icelandic people to proper Halloween. And we went trick-or-treating. And every house we went to, everybody was like, what's trick-or-treat? <laughs> and I was like, well, either you give me candy or you give me your money. <laughs> <laughs> so you pretty much robbed your entire hometown. <laughs> you're, you're, like the, you're like the kids in the movie we watched. Like those punk kids. <laughs> And um, and my my school, they were trying to be really cool by having a Halloween party, and and they were like, "Come dressed in a, come dressed up in a costume, and we're gonna have a Halloween party." And I was like, "Cool," because Icelandic schools have parties, and I went dressed as a dead fairy. Yeah, Amazing. so I was dressed in a black, <laughs> I was dressed in a black sparkly dress with black sparkly wings, and I made my makeup look like I was a zombie or something <laughs> and then I uh, I went to school <laughs> nobody was dressed in a costume <laughs> that's amazing oh my god <laughs> that's like my worst nightmare but also right. kind of my my dream a little bit and they go parallel I don't know yeah yeah, everybody was like, why are you dressed in a costume? And I was because it's Halloween! <laughs> you dress up in a costume on Halloween, you absolute imbeciles! <laughs> I was so angry. And they were like, well, I'm dressed as Eminem. And I'm like, I can't tell the difference. You're just wearing baggy jeans. <laughs> You're not the real Slim Shady. <laughs> how, about, how about you, Emily? Um... Uh... Halloween in New Zealand. Uh, yeah, it was like, it was a thing, but it wasn't like a huge thing. Like it was something that we saw on TV. So we decided to do because it, it looks fun and you can dress up. <laughs> so like we used to do like Halloween parties. Actually, no, school discos were a thing. So Halloween disco. Okay. 
Halloween disco sounds amazing. It was really cool. So like you'd go like to your school and like everyone would be dressed up and it'd just be like a little school dance, like with everyone dressed up in their Halloween things. Cute. It was it was pretty cool so and like they'd decorate the hall and stuff. Um I changed my mind. This is my dream. <laughs> <laughs> Halloween disco. Halloween school disco. Trick-or-treating, yeah, we did that. But, yeah. In, like, where my hometown is, it wasn't, like, a big thing. So that's why the school disco was, like, the thing that we're, like, we did Halloween. But, yeah. That's so cool. All right. So, anyway, we decided to consult Kayla for Halloween. And, um, you know, we're like, you know, what's a good Halloween movie? We're an animated movie podcast. So maybe if there's like a good animated movie, I don't know. Something with, I don't know, maybe revolutionary animation, like groundbreaking, never been done before. Like something (laughs) that's like a feature length stop motion movie that's about Halloween and maybe with a creepy guy like Tim Burton creating it. Any movies like that. And she's like, oh, no, I can't think of any, but let's watch Hocus Pocus. Yes. Is that is that accurate? Yes, <laughs> basically. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, that and and reason. I I feel like um, Nightmare Before Christmas has been insanely overdone in my childhood. So I'm just like, especially uh, as a a goth, and like you see it all the time, all the time. Mm. Everybody loves Nightmare Before Christmas, so we all know. And everybody knows about it. But I feel like less people talk about Hocus Pocus. And so that's why I wanted to do it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, I definitely, I remember, like, watching Nightmare Before Christmas when it came out. And then it kind of, like, it went off of my radar for a while. But then when I was in high school and, like, Hot Topic was a thing, it was, like, wall-to-wall Nightmare Before Christmas yes. merchandise. I'm like, oh, yeah, remember that? That mm, was a good yeah. movie. Actually, um, Hocus Pocus connects into Nightmare Before Christmas um, because, uh, so I remember vaguely that we were we were originally talking about b- before this podcast um, uh, that why was Hocus Pocus released in July yeah. and not October? Mm-hmm. And that's because um, it had to compete because um, Adam's Family and Nightmare Before Christmas both came out in October of that same year. So that's why they released it in July. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, Actually, I was going to ask, did, were you one of the the theater originals for this movie? Were you, are you old school with your Hocus Pocus love? Um, I don't know if I was like one of the originals to watch it when it came out, but, um, it was definitely a huge part of my childhood. So, um, I'm going to say yes. <laughs> because I, I watched it like every year growing up. So yeah. it's just, it's amazing. It's one of my favorites. Because so. I remember, I remember the marketing for it. And then I just remember it sort of disappearing because it did flop when it first came out in theaters. Yeah. But wow. then through home, home video and the Disney channel, it became like a cult classic. Yeah, I definitely, I remember seeing it first on the Disney channel, actually. Oh, okay. So that's, that's where I saw it. So I didn't see it in theaters or anything like that yeah so i i was saying earlier i don't actually think i had seen this movie in its entirety except maybe when i was like seven (laughs) but 
I'm pretty sure just through the Disney Channel in bits and pieces I have put it all together. But this is the first <laughs> time as an adult that I have sat down and watched the whole thing. That's amazing to me because like I I sat down and I rewatched it last night and I'm actually um I'm going to rewatch it on Saturday uh with some friends because actually some of my friends have never seen it. Yeah. And I'm like it's insane to me. <laughs> um so uh yeah, like it it was just such a huge part uh of my Halloween experience. What so, about it? I don't know, but I I re- I rewatched it last night. And uh, I kind of tuned it out because I I just I've seen it so many times. I'm like, oh yeah, this part happens and this part happens. And so. yeah. Should we ask Kayla to give a summary? Ooh, Kayla, do you want to do the summary? Oh, by the way, we said we were going to do a summary every episode two episodes ago, what? and then and then when we did Pocahontas, we forgot. Happened. So okay, what what what's the summary? What's involved in the summary? I just, I don't know. How, just do, like a short, how do you do a, short exp- a paragraph or two? It's, like when you, it's just like when you have like an explanation of the movie on the back of a DVD. Should we give oh. our Pocahontas one first? Because we forgot to last episode. Okay, so Pocahontas why? is the movie. Where, Wait, why? Wait, just, why? Wait, what? <laughs> I was like, what? We, we forgot to do the summary for Pocahontas last time. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, well. We'll have to do it another different time. <laughs> no, I don't think we need to summarize Pocahontas right now. All right, um, <laughs> Kayla, are you up for the summary? Just, just two, um, pa- two paragraphs. Yes. Okay. I guess. suppose I. I wish I could have written something in advance. Um, guess let's summary. see. Guest summary. Um, let's see. So it's just like a summary of the movie, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> all right. So, um, all right. Uh, Hocus Pocus is a movie uh, about. Uh, how do you say um th- three witches who come back from the dead to wreak havoc upon an unsuspecting town um and eating children yes. <laughs> and smelling children there's a lot of smelling children in this oh, film yeah. yes <laughs> um you could also a, you could go a little bit more in depth so they were alive 300 years ago and then they were hung, but they made a curse that they would come back. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. Um, so basically, the, the movie starts off with uh, the, the Sanderson sisters, uh, these three witches, who, um, like, the, the, the movie starts out with, like, uh, Binks waking up and seeing his sister gone. And it turns out that the witches are uh, eating children, like, draining them of life force um to to become young again and so they get caught doing that and then they are hung in i what i'm assuming are the salem witch trials uh because like at the beginning of the movie there's a a book with dates on it because they're in Um, in salem yeah yeah and they're in salem and uh so uh they die but they but before they die they they uh make a curse i I wouldn't I wouldn't exactly call it a curse. Um uh, basically a promise uh more like that uh whenever a virgin lights the black flame candle then they will come back and basically eat all these kids um to be young forever. And so of course that happens and 
in the present day. The present day in, 1993. In the, yes. <laughs> present day 1993. <laughs> and, um, and then they wreak havoc on a very small town. So Salem. Yeah. Wreak yes. havoc on Salem. Good. Yes. I guess that's my, that's my summary. Yep. Sounds um, but also right. I feel like it's a, it's a, I feel like it's very um, feminist, iconic film as well. So. Ooh, it's feminist. I, 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 yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm a man. So, <laughs> so sometimes I, oh, I, I, very deep. I try. I, to... I have a, I have opinions on that. So yeah, well, uh, yeah. not on you being a man on on this. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I apologize for being a man, but uh, no, 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 no. Uh, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> you outnumbered in this podcast. I try to, I try to pick up on vibes like that, but sometimes I miss them. So I'm excited to hear. Oh, it's a feminist yes. movie. That's cool. Yes. But I want to talk about these witches, though. Yes. Because I like, you know, they're famous, famous actresses. Right. Mm. We got Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker and Kathy. What's her last name? Nag- oh, my God. Nag- Don't Nag- ask Nag- me difficult questions. <gasps> that's that's to the IMDb. Kathy Najimi. 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 Najimi, that's right. I, I keep wanting to say Nagini, but that's from Harry Potter. <laughs> that's that's the snake. Anyway, shun <laughs> shun that for now. Yeah, well, we we can talk about that later, or not? <laughs> Maybe not. Or not? How about not? Anyway, nope. Different witch movie. So it's these famous actresses, and they're just like they're going hard in this movie with like they're like really, really just out there acting and the way they all like are moving in sync i could tell like they probably rehearsed a lot to come up with their characters and to like work with each other Mm. i was kind of surprised again it's been a long time since i've seen this movie how much of them is them how much of the movie is them kind of being incompetent (laughs) yeah also how much of the movie is them just like oh what's this 1993 thing it's so weird it, I forgot about all of that part of the movie. Yeah. What is it? Like, are, are you, like, which parts are you talking about? Like, I mean, just all the parts where they're walking around while they're trick-or-treating and they go into the Satan guy's house and they're scared oh, by Oh, that part's and so funny. Master! And they're scared by fire extinguishers, and they're scared by car lights. Oh, and oh my favorite one is the car light one. It's so funny. Yeah. Daylight and and, <laughs> and I love I love the one where where uh, they go into Satan's house and they're like it's master. Yeah. It's amazing. Also, ah uh, ah uh, the the iconic um a muck scene a muck a muck a muck a muck. It's great. That's that's like that for some reason that part with the road and and her jumping up and down. It's like, um, sorry, we just had some audio issues because my computer decided now is a good time to not let me record a podcast. Spooky, haunted episode. Sorry, Kayla, you were going to say something about the iconic scene, the, or, did, oh, or did you the, say it? The, did you say it already? I, and I, I think, I think, I think I said it already. It's just the amok scene, which is really great. Okay. And I was, I think as a kid, I was just like, what's a muck? That sounds really cool. I think, uh, I think Sarah Jessica Parker's character was my favorite. 
Yeah. Mine too. I like her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then as I get older, I'm just like, ah, oh, but Winifred Sanders is like, that. that's my jam. That's who I'm becoming, I think. <laughs> I think Haven't you we are all? sort of Winifred Sanders, yes. <laughs> oh, the the opening where, where she's just like, ah, oh, what a lovely, glorious morning makes me sick. Yeah. Like, yes. The best. Oh, it's no. the best. I think next Halloween, you three should go as the Sanderson sisters. Oh, my God. (laughs) Let's do it. I I already said next year I wanted to get together a bunch of Batman villains. But but I think that's actually a better plan for you three. Yeah. I'm totes (laughs) dibs. um, Kathy. What's her name? Kathy. I don't know how to say her last name. You're Mary Sanderson. Yes. You could be you could be the book of spells, Connor. I could be the book of spells. Speaking of speaking of books. I wanna be Billy the zombie guy because that was my favorite. Oh yeah. I loved him. Oh, Doug Jones. Let's just talk about Doug Jones for a minute. Um so (laughs) Doug I have the hugest monster crush on doug jones he has played some of my favorite monsters in like film over the years and i'm just like oh my god he he played like uh faun in pan's labyrinth who i eternally have a monster crush on he played uh billy butcher in hocus pocus butcherson billy butcherson oh he did and uh yeah i'm just like oh he's so amazing he's so good at what he does and he later, yeah, Thank he you, later went on to become a senator from Alabama. What? What? <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's tell. a different Doug Jones. <laughs> That's a different Doug Jones. <laughs> or was it Alabama? It is Alabama, isn't it? I think it's I Alabama. No because it was. Let me just say. It was Jeff Sessions' spot. <laughs> that's a different joke, Doug Jones. That's every, a bad joke. Everybody. Awful, awful that's joke. That's a bad joke. Especially considering where I'm from. How dare you? <laughs> you might as well have sang Sweet Home Alabama in my face. <laughs> I hate that song. <laughs> and I hate that song. And everybody knows that that's not the best Leonard Skinner song anyways. So. What's the best Leonard anyways. Skinner song? Oh my God. The <laughs> uh, what What is that song? That Tuesday's Gone with the Wind song. That That's classic. It's so good. Also, like. I, I don't know. I have a soft spot for giving back my bullets, so. <laughs> I, I can't say that I don't have a soft spot for that band being from Alabama, even though I probably should not. They are kind of problematic. You don't want, you don't want Alabama to disown you. Uh, yeah, exactly. It'll, it'll I'm just no, like. It'll no longer be your sweet home. Oh my God! Stop! Oh, I I I escaped that place for reasons, but at the same time, I'm just like, I kind of want to be able to go back at some point and live in the woods. Like that's my goal. I think is to get old enough to where I can go home and build a little house in the woods and just be the local witch in town. Love, yeah. love, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Great. I want all the kids to be scared of my house. Yes. <laughs> it's great. No, get off my lawn. Just don't even come near it. It's oh, great. See, I want I want myths. There's there's an easier way to do that, and that's just to start selling drugs. Um <laughs> <laughs> no! 
in my neighborhood growing up in uh, Cooley Dam, Washington, the street we lived on on the corner was the drug house. So we knew to avoid it. We didn't we didn't go treating there. We didn't uh, sell. We tried to sell popcorn there. Oh, once. it did not go well. Uh, speaking of um, the drug house. Speaking of scary trick-or-treating houses, um, my most hated but favorite trick-or-treating houses were the ones that had, um, so you would go up and you would have this this uh, scarecrow or whatever sitting in this rocking chair and it would be holding the candy, right? Oh. And, so you, and so you would go up unsuspecting child and you would take a piece of candy and the scarecrow would jump up at you because it was an actual freaking person oh my God. and it scared me so badly every time but I loved it I loved it and I was that child who like I I didn't like to be scared but I loved scaring myself <laughs> and like um I remember when I was a kid I would I had these records and they were like of scary stories and I would put them on and like scare myself so badly that I would have to run downstairs and like freak out to my mom for a second oh. and then I would do it again the next day and the next day and the next day she's like why do you do this why are you like this? <laughs> <laughs> for, for me the the scariest thing when I was four years old, was the thriller video. And not the whole video, oh. just the beginning. I could handle the oh. zombies. I could not handle uh, yeah. the werewolf. It was, it was pretty yeah. scary. Yeah. I love that, too. Also, Vincent Price in that, like, his voiceover. So great. Iconic. So hocus pocus, um, though. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah. back, to, back, to the, back to the actual. Back to the actual. Yes. So I... Oh, another thing I wanted to talk about was just how 90s this movie was. Oh, <laughs> with all the clothing and the hair. Oh, the yes. hair. Yes. Oh, yes. I love the hair. Yes, the hair is great. And um Oh, what is it that that Winifred says? She says some something and then she ends it with dude. And oh, it was, yeah. It's it so funny. <laughs> Like the, so funny. the main character Max, right? That was like such, yeah. that was like such a '90s haircut. It really yes, was. Yeah. I I I forgot how um, charai he is. <laughs> You're gonna have to translate that one. Uh, charai means like a playboy. Yeah, well, he tried anyways. Yeah, oh, he tried so hard. So cringy. Oh so cringy. That scene, that, scene, that scene where they were like in the kitchen and trying to find salt. And she's yes. like, oh, it protects you from zombies and ghosts and ex-boyfriends. And he was like, well, what about no boyfriends? And I was like, oh, my God, you got a gay oh boy. I was, I was just thinking about how exhausting it must have been to have to write down your phone number and hand it to people. <laughs> I, I did that with my second boyfriend in, in a Walmart. It was great. I wrote it on a receipt and gave it to him. I ran back and gave it to him. I was like, this is my number. I, and we, I, dated for like, we dated for like three years. It was so funny. I prefer oh, wow. that. It works. 
people are actually making the time and effort to give you their phone number now it's like hey i'll add you on facebook and then you never hear from them again <laughs> right or here's here's my line qr code i realize yeah. nah i realize i don't actually know my wife's phone number <laughs> I, I have it saved on my phone but if there's ever an emergency where i lose my phone and need to call her on like somebody else's phone or something i'm doomed i'm just doomed forever like <laughs> you know think about I, I don't you know we don't need to go into your personal lives but an important person in your life do you know their phone number i know my yeah. mom's i know my mom's yeah mm-hmm yeah, I mean, like, yeah, but that's better. Yeah, yeah, I Ten. know. I know my mom's because she's mom. had the same cell number for twenty five years. <laughs> like the beginning of time. Yeah, <laughs> like pretty much the, her very first cell phone, which was one of those big, like, clonking brick ones. She's had the same phone number. Yeah, very handy. Yeah, but very nineties. <clears throat> I didn't have hair oh like God. that kid. I had what I thought was Matt Damon hair, but. Honestly, it was it was just a bowl cut. It was just a bowl cut with that was part. It. it was ridiculous. My '90s hair was awful. Even the bullies were like so '90s, like the dude with the ice behind us. Yes, ice. Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> it's ice now. It's ice now. Also, can we can we talk about can we talk about this trope that's in films about making all of the punks like the bad guys that makes me so angry yeah. every time and i understand that it was like a 90s film but chances are punks aren't the ones that are bullying you well they want to be punks <laughs> they weren't real punks that's why i love karate kid because karate kid popular <laughs> made it the like the rich affluent kid right who was like yeah. popular and good at sports he was the bully Let's talk about Karate Kid. I love Karate Kid. Oh, but like I love that scene where they were like in the graveyard and they were like, Do you have a butt? And he's like, what? I don't smoke. And they're like, Oh ha, ha, they're so health conscious in LA. Oh, ha, 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 ha. And I was like, Was that supposed to be a diss? Like <laughs> You take care of your body. Oh, my favorite my favorite part with them is like uh, where they're just like, oh, why is it always the ugly chicks that, that like stay out late? And then whenever it just turns around and she's like, chicks? Like, not just ugly. Yeah. She just focuses on chicks and then locks them up. <laughs> oh, bye. Oh, yeah. No, that was, that was just perfect timing because you don't even see a struggle. They just turn it like chicks. And then the next scene, they're in like the cage. <laughs> yes. yes. That might have been my. It. That might have been my biggest laugh of the whole movie. <laughs> I also, oh, it's great. Like, um, I, I, something really stuck out to me the whole time I was watching the movie, and that's what that was how well the extras were acting. Like usually in movies, extras are ex- extras because usually they're not very good at acting. Whoa, 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 whoa. Sorry, apologies to all background actors you guys are doing. Hey, I've been a background <laughs> actor. You start out. Oh, Connor, come on. I've been a background actor. You start out as a background actor because you need to work your way up because you have no experience. That's just how it is. And if you don't, don't have experience. Step on any toes. We're, We're getting the hate listeners. Step on toes when you have oh, no. opinions. 
<laughs> but my opinion is that usually background <laughs> actors, not all the time, usually background actors are not good at acting. Okay. They react and they're like, um, they overreact because, and there's usually a reason for that, not because they're bad at acting, but because they want to stand out. That's why. So that they get noticed. I'm, I'm just teasing you. But, you know that. You know that I, yeah, I'm sure you are. But in this movie, <laughs> the background actors, the background actors were actually acting. Like they, it seems like they actually enjoyed being there and they weren't overreacting to get noticed. I um, mean, who wouldn't enjoy being in this film? Right? It right. looks like so much fun. But really I, and Bette Midler, she's like an icon. So she's hilarious. I bet you she was hilarious. And also like all the time. I I also like enjoyed how they they used the background actors, and that's another thing about movies is they don't really use the background actors well enough. They're just there in the background and they focus on the main thing. But the way they like you know when they were trick or treating and they grabbed one of the kids and took off the costume, or yeah. or Sarah Sanderson was like making out with a random guy. Like they're using <laughs> the background actors, which is great. Yeah, actually, uh, speaking of just how fun it probably was to be on this movie, uh, in addition to the back, all the like background people, I just I really liked the costume and the sets. It's like yes. you know, this is a movie that so it was ninety three, so CG was a thing, but it wasn't quite as widespread. There were still a lot of movies that were mostly practical, and so just the whole movie feels very lovingly crafted. I felt like. Mm. you know like the, oh, that's the a good sets. Way to put it. those costumes are great like the attention to detail is amazing yeah and just like the sets i mean like i they they felt... i mean you know it's set in salem but but none of it was shot in salem it was all yeah. shot in la yeah no i mean it, it definitely i think a lot of it was on a sound stage too but i'm just saying like th- it looks it it looked fun to be on it didn't necessarily look like super high quality realistic but it looked like whoever made it was like paying attention to all these little tiny details in it and it felt like almost like a stage like 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 a stage production just like filmed as a movie with the way mm. the sets were made yeah especially the how like the witch's house and i mean like even the attention to detail with like the book you know mm-hmm. um that's amazing and like i have a few things um about the spells used in my notes actually um like i i liked how uh with the book in particular how they they wrote down all the spells like in details um but they still kept that kind of like campy uh fun quality because usually like in in the historical with historical context um like things like dead man's toe um it's it's mandrake leaf because like a a toe if if you see anything in like a witch's spell that mentions a toe um it's usually like a leaf or something like that if you see things like saliva or or guts or something it's usually like um roots or like a a seed you know um so uh thing things like blood is like sap or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Eye of Newt. Eye of Newt is mustard seed. Um, because, you you know, you have to use code and it's like it's easier to remember or whatever than just saying like 
mustard seed or whatever. It's more memorable. But I liked how this movie uh, kind of kept it like campy and and fun and just um, kind of literally dead man's toe is like a dead man's toe. And they're like, get me a fleshy one. And then they're just like, oh, it's fresh. So funny. (laughs) It was so funny. I learned something new about witches. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. What about Emily? Like, uh, if you your... ever want to look at it, I have my list. What? Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's Emily. <clears throat> what was your question? Yeah, I want to hear Emily's favorite scene or something. Yes. Uh, my favorite scene. Um, I don't know if they're, they're favorite, but like it's so like the corniness of a lot of the lines and a lot of the seeds. I'm like... I feel like it's very 90s. Like, they had, like, you know, the, the, I don't know, classic lines that were, like, always made you go, like, feel embarrassed for the person. Like, almost like rom-com stuff. Like, what should we call it? Like, when he first gives, try and tries and gets with what's her name at the start of the movie. Like, that thing. And I'm like, ah, this is really awkward for me. Cringe. <laughs> Yeah, just the way they talked when he's like, wanna bet? Yeah, and I'm like, ah, so gross, but also love it at the same time. Because <laughs> I'm like, I'm sure we all used to talk like that and thought it was like really cool. Yeah. Oh my God, I went back through some of my old Facebook messages the other day oh and I'm no. like, oh, did I really talk like this? Oh God, because I thought that it would be funny. I'm like, wouldn't it be funny to go back to the, the beginning of my Facebook messages? So I Big scrolled mistake. all the way oh down. And it's like, oh, mistake. Delete, Mistakes delete, are made. Delete. Yeah, that exact <laughs> same feeling. Yeah, no, I feel that a lot. So <laughs> embarrassing. So I think we've had a lot of cringe moments, but I think in the 90s in particular, there, there's it's a specific brand of cringe because, you know, yeah. uh, you, you have people like Vanilla Ice living jesus <laughs> in the 90s yeah and 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 things like you know rad and tubular still hadn't gone out of style i guess do you yeah. do you remember when do you remember when vanilla ice tried to do his new metal comeback yes yeah, that was i mean <laughs> he's already embarrassing by virtue of being vanilla ice but then it was just like <laughs> like new metal i mean that's a little bit later i mean but that's also something that I feel like the world is collectively cringe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cringe. Um, I wonder if like Vanilla Ice was the inspiration for that that Ice character, right? <laughs> Gotta be. That's the, it. Has to be. I mean, that's all. That's what I've always thought. I'm just like, good lord. Mm-hmm. Also, like these these two buffoons hanging out. That's funny to me. Uh, they give me like Jay and Silent Bob vibes. Yes, wasn't, yes, wasn't yes. the other guy named Jay? I don't know, but oh, he looks maybe. like him. But I feel like, like when he was introducing himself, I half expected him to say like, "And this is Silent Bob," but like it didn't happen. But... <laughs> they do. I I quite like the scene where in the graveyard. Oh, no, well, know. we're going we're going pretty long, so why don't we give our overall opinions? Who would like to go first? Kayla. I'll go first. Okay. Oh. Well, I think we should save Kayla for last. She's the yeah. definitive word on the movie. Okay. All right. Um, I'll just go really fast uh, because I had not seen this really until now um, in its entirety. It's goofy. 
It's fun. I get why people love it as a cult status. Um, it has the same kind of vibes that I get from some of like the 80s live action fantasy movies like Labyrinth. Um, and so, yeah, it's an enjoyable Halloween movie. And I, I wouldn't mind if they did a reboot of this one. Normally, I'm just like, oh, you don't need to reboot everything. But this would be a fun sequel to see, I feel like, now that everybody's old. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I want, I want to get a sequel. I don't want to get like a reboot. I just want to get like a sequel, which I heard that they're making. Yeah. I've seen They finally found a director. Okay. So that's what I heard today. All right. Telma or Emily? Telma? One thing, I can't believe we didn't talk about the musical number in this because that was. Yes. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Let's talk about the musical number. It's kind of. It's very important. Yes. It's iconic. It's my absolute favorite scene in the whole movie. And yeah. like I, I read somewhere that <clears throat> they weren't originally supposed to have it, but somebody got the idea last minute <clears throat> and they put it in the movie. And I'm like, that's the best idea anybody's ever had. And Bert Midler, oh my God, I love that woman so much. Yeah. It's It was very strange that they just suddenly, like they flipped the switch and they like... <laughs> New, suddenly new pop culture and like she's making jokes about speeding tickets and things like that but you know what I don't care because at that point in the movie I was having so much fun <laughs> that I'm just like I'm not gonna pick this movie apart I'm gonna sit back and enjoy it um, also just, her thank you for that lovely introduction yeah <laughs> yeah yes. I love how they just like they were they were he was like the witches are here and then they just you know yeah, just flipped it and to their advantage. I was like, damn, exactly. that's why you are witches. Really good. Yeah. <laughs> really good. All right, Emily. But, uh, but how about your overall opinion, though, Telma? Thank you for mentioning the part that we should have talked about and did not. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, whoa, I just absolutely love the movie and I've loved it since I was a kid. I think it's my favorite Halloween movie. It's well done. And like you said, it's crafted with love. The acting is fantastic. The storyline is fantastic. It's funny and emotional as well. And I have a big crush on Thackeray Banks. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all? In, in which form? Both. <laughs> For real. <laughs> For real. Oh, Emily, go ahead. Oh. Overall opinions, love the film, love the entire... Like, I was like, I want to be a witch now for, like, Halloween after watching it, because it was so good. Um, yeah, I don't know what else to say, really, other than, like... I probably haven't watched it in ages, which is why it was very, like, nostalgic, and, like, maybe it was like, oh, the 90s were so good. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, dialogue, fabulous, corniness to die for. Yeah, overall, enjoyed the movie. All right. Kayla, preach. Hello. Um, I also uh, have a point that, that we kind of didn't go over. Um, the fact that I, I feel like this movie is like a, a feminist iconic film. Oh, you're film. right. I forgot uh, the feminist si message. Well, si well, simply because, like, um, in the if if anything uh in the film uh in horror films in general virgins are often girls and they usually get killed first right or or they don't get killed at all um and like by by losing their virginity they get killed right 
And so it's considered like really important. But in this film, the virgin is actually a guy. And so that that was really interesting to me. And I think that they, they it's it's a feminist film that doesn't shove feminist values like down your throat. Like, oh, look at how empowering these women are. We don't need men, blah, 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 whatever. You know, um, there are still men in the movie that are respected and there are women in the movie who are respected. And I think that it's really great. So um, also like, witches are just my my favorite so um iconic film um i think that it's super campy super fun and i love it every year and i love to watch it every year so yeah it's really good wonderful all right so let's move on to some recommendations uh so for people who just watched Hocus Pocus or I don't know they're looking for some some other Halloween thing to do what else can they do Halloween recommendations Ooh. Hocus Pocus recommendations oh I've I got I've got I... two oh. okay well take turns go ahead okay. okay um my first recommendation because I think it's a cult classic is what is it the craft Oh yes. yes. That is yes. because it's just cult classics. It's also about like, you know, the three like lady vibes, you know, and it's just awesome. Mm-hmm. And then the second one was um um it's got um two of the actresses in it. The first first wives club, I think it's called. Have you guys oh, seen it? I I haven't no. seen this film. No. It's pretty it's it's like it's about like three like middle-aged women um who are like old friends and they come back together after ages because their husbands are douchebags so they come Mm -hmm. in like scheme to like like you know like get rid of their husbands or like make them bankrupt and like it is awesome but yeah i feel like this is what the three witches would be like if they were like old normal ladies (laughs) (laughs) telma how about you I I recommend rewatching the musical number scene from Hocus Pocus. <laughs> um, dress up in your favorite witchy outfit and let your inner Winifred come out because that's what I do all the time. <laughs> and I've done maybe, it since I was a kid. It's amazing. You feel so empowered. <laughs> maybe get two friends and choreograph it. No, you're the star of the show. Do it all by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> No, but they're the backup. You know, the watch out, watch out, watch out. <laughs> That's true. That's so nice to choreograph like your own. Oh, song. I love it. Yeah, it's oh. mine. I actually was having trouble with recommendations this time because, like, I don't know. I always, I my Halloween, my usual Halloween go-tos are like, oh, actually, okay, I have a good one. It's too late to do it this year. Sorry. Um, in 2018 yeah 2018 I watched one horror movie every day of October amazing and it was so much it was so much fun because um, I don't usually watch horror like I I don't dislike it but it's just not usually my go to but uh, 
But yeah, so I ended up watching a lot of horror movies that I probably never would have seen before. Um, I really liked Train to Busan. That was awesome. I think I recommended it before. Um, I saw Creepy, a Japanese horror movie with a silly name, but it's actually really scary. That was good. Um, I saw Cooties. It's a zombie movie with children. <laughs> so, yeah. I've heard about that. So, Thank you um, for telling me about it. So, yeah, watch uh, one horror movie every day of October and then spend the rest of the time trying to tell Netflix that you're not a psychopath because once you do that, <laughs> it's just going to be like, oh, do you want to watch true murder or pretend murder? <laughs> so, oh. I'm, I'm, good on, I'm good on murder till next October. Thank you, Netflix. All right, Kayla, give us some witchy recommendations. All yes. right. Well, um, so not only is it Halloween, but it is Samhain. And not everybody celebrates Samhain on October 31st, but you can. But um, depending on when you celebrate it, like uh, you can celebrate it on the full moon or the dark moon or whatever. Just do some research on Samhain. That's my recommendation. But I do have movie recommendations. Um, also, uh, this Halloween is not only on a Saturday, but it is on a full moon and it is a blue moon. Ooh. So your uh, magic is more powerful. No, stop. No, not during my recommendations. How dare you? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Anyways, my film recommendations. Um, Practical Magic is a very good uh, witch film. Um, the Witches of Eastwick with Cher is great. Um, and uh, a, a feminist film that is not about witches but is about vampires actually is called Byzantium. And I loved it. Also, uh, Only Lovers Left Alive, I watch it. Uh, every year since it's been released. It's so good. If you like a kind of slower pace, kind of uh, slice of life with vampire film, um, that is what you should go with. Also, it has Tom Hiddleston and Tilda Swinton, and they are amazing. So, um, yes, those are my I, recommendations. I believe it's pronounced Sam Hain. No, it is definitely <laughs> not. How dare you? <laughs> I, made a, I made a post about this. You should know. It's just like pronouncing colonel like colonel. Colonel. <laughs> like colonel. Colonel Sanders. I, colonel I, Sanders. I, I feel you with not everyone celebrates Halloween. So there's also like... Um, Samhain. Co Coco, um, if you want a Day of the Dead movie. Oh, yes. Coco is very good. And I haven't seen... There's that new Netflix uh, movie that's like the Chinese... What is it? Over Autumn. the moon. Over the moon. I watched it. I cried. Oh, I, like, oh, baby. I want to watch it. It was so good. I hear it's really good. And it's um, it's Glenn Keane, who used to be a big Disney guy. He did a lot of the 90s Disney movie, like animation. So It's so good. Yeah. Recommend that one too. Okay. Very good. Good, good, good. Uh, yeah. Okay. Oh, let's move on to some letters. We have a backlog of letters because we didn't do them last time. Ooh. Um, and so we'll just, I want to read two of them today because I think one of them will be pretty short. Uh, and then if you haven't, if you sent a letter and it hasn't been read yet, we'll get to it. Um, just not today. <laughs> 
Anyway, uh, they're both from my siblings today. Uh, so the first one is from my older brother, Daniel. He is one of our biggest listeners. Thank you, Daniel. Thank uh, you. It says, first, loving the pod. Keep up the great work. Second, all your controversial opinions. I would rebuttal as follows. So uh, this is from our Little Mermaid episode when we gave our, our hot takes. <laughs> uh, he says, boss... <laughs> Number one, Boss Baby is a waste of 97 minutes. It has no redeeming qualities. Some might even call it a crime against art. Hey, I was on an airplane, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Next, Toy Story is a classic. Emily. Oh, I yes, knew you'd Emily. come for me. And then, uh, Ghibli is by far one of the best things to come out of Japanese animation. The artwork is beautiful and the stories often break convention and don't follow the tropes that many, many other animated movies rely upon. Telma. <laughs> I can um, agree with that, but yeah, it's still anyway. overrated. Third, Little Mermaid was one of my favorite Disney movies growing up. Connor was trying to remember who watched Little Mermaid all the time at, at our house, and it was me. Oh. Uh, and then finally, a question for Telma. Are Disney movies dubbed in Icelandic, or are they primarily subbed? Thanks, Connor's brother Daniel. Ooh. Oh, that's a fun question. Yeah, they're all dubbed, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, you know. can. You, if you go on YouTube and you can find some of the Disney songs on ice in in Icelandic. Yeah, yeah. I remember. Like one thing I like to show my students is there's on YouTube uh, the multilingual "Let It Go," where like each of the, it's like a clip of all of Elsa's voice actresses from around the world singing like one line of the song. Um, and oh, I love I love doing that with "Be Prepared" to see how evil Scar sounds in different languages. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, do they offer Do they offer English subbed versions as well, or is it oh, yeah. only only Icelandic? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. They do, but um, it only has like you can only rent it. I think, but oh, okay. Because I, I noticed here in Japan they do both, but it's like the the window for seeing the English version is a lot shorter. Um. So if you want to see a animated movie dubbed in or uh, with the English version, you got to go in like the first week. Um, otherwise, it's just all going to be the Japanese dub. Mm. Oh, uh, Emily. Yeah. What was that thing you were telling me about with Moana? Oh. And the and the and the dubbing. <clears throat> yeah, they just made. Oh, not just like a. Like not long after it came out, they made a Maori Moana. Awesome. So like in in the native language in New Zealand, they made it. And um, the girl who played Moana, she she went to this high school not far from our university, but she was very like a prominent in the Maori like Maori world. She had an awesome voice. The their Moana. She was like sixteen or fifteen at the time, I think. Mm. She was awesome, and she does her own YouTube now and stuff, and she does all this other stuff now because of that. Oh, oh, and speaking of Coco, uh, they so they got bilingual voice actors for, like, every part in that movie just about. So when they did the Spanish dub, it's all the same voice actors. Amazing! I love it. I think they should do it for every movie. Including the little kid who plays the main character. Amazing. Yeah. I love Coco. Okay, uh, one more letter. So this is from my sister, Charlotte. She, uh, my older sister, Charlotte. She says, it's Connor. She spelled it C-A-W-N-E-R-S. <laughs> <laughs> it's Connor's older sister, Charlotte, here. 
I wanted to tell you about this one time some of our older cousins promised our parents they would take me to see the chipmunk adventure, and our parents gave them money. When we got to the theater, they decided we were going to see some other movie. I don't remember what it was, but it was not chipmunk adventure. It was not even animated. Let's just say it was fatal attraction to make those cousins look really bad. <laughs> Fortun fortunately, oh, no. fortunately, I cried and they called me a big baby. And when we moved theaters to Chipmunk Adventure, although I missed the first five, or, and and then sorry, and then we moved theaters to Chipmunk Adventure, although I missed the first five to ten movie or minutes, I didn't get to see the beginning of the movie until we illegally taped it off ABC much later. <laughs> this isn't actually the weirdest Chipmunk film I've seen. There was also one where they helped tear down the Berlin Wall and overthrow communism or something. <laughs> anyway. I think it's about time you did a podcast about Robin Hood. I'd prefer you did Prince of Thieves, but if you have to stick to your theme, I guess you can do the one with the talking animals. Please read this story on the next podcast because I worked very hard on spelling all the words right. Oh my God, I love <laughs> it. Oh, Charlotte, I love um, you. I agree with Robin Hood, but I also think you should do a parallel with Robin Hood men in tights. Oh, oh you know what? She hates Mel Brooks. <laughs> what? You, you ruined her letter. I, I'm so sorry. Actually, I'm no. not that sorry. No, no. Um, <laughs> I enjoy, I thought Men in Tights was pretty funny, though. And I um, love it. My favorite Robin Hood is also Prince of Thieves, although the animated one has a special place in my heart as well. Mm. <laughs> I mean, Furry's got crushes, so... No, actually, you know. I, I feel like <laughs> when we do cover that movie, we're going to have to get a member of the furry community on the podcast. Yeah. Because I'm told. I. <laughs> because I'm told that that movie has been in a way, like it was an awakening for a lot of uh, a lot of people. <laughs> Yo. Yeah. 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 Definitely. I, I spend New space. Year's when I when I go home, I spend New Year's with a bunch of furries. <laughs> It's fun. It's the best New Year's. What happens? We're all in. Well, my my friend has a a like a shed in his backyard that he's converted into like a, a dance floor and a bar. Oh so God. like we just get, all get in there and like a bunch of furry costumes, and it's oh. a good time. It's a good time. What's very your, fun? What's your furry costume, or, or do you change? My my, my uh, excuse me, Connor. You know it's called a fursona. Sorry, I didn't want to assume. Okay. What's <laughs> so your persona? persona? My persona. Um, it used to be a leopard. Um, I haven't done any furry stuff in like a long time, but pretty fun. All right. So. I just like fun things, and I think that everybody should like fun things. And I think people give certain communities like a lot of flack for being quote unquote cringe, but. Mm. I don't know. What's the fun if you're not going to be a little bit cringe, you know? No, you know, I, I used to have a thing against furries because I was on the internet and I was 20 years old. Um, <laughs> but just yeah. over, over time, I've realized, like, yeah, furries are just enjoying life. And They're wholesome. Doing what makes them feel good. They're and, pretty wholesome. And honestly, I would rather hang out with furries than gamers. People who are like, I'm a gamer. Mm. I would much rather yeah. hang out with furries. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I, I'm a hardcore gamer. Okay. No. Nothing. No. Okay. Well, this was fun, you guys. 
Yeah. I, I enjoyed think, it. I think we're going to have to have you back on, and I think we've already decided what the movie will be. I don't know when it will happen, but... <laughs> oh, really? You, you could come That's, back on oh, for the Robin oh, Hood episode. Robin, for, for Robin Hood? That'd be fun. That'd be fun. I mean... I don't necessarily like identify with like the the furry community because I feel like I'm not in it that much, but I do have like a ton of friends who are. So right, I mean, mind. yeah, I could You're give I could give my sorry. <laughs> I'm off. I've been fired. I've been canned. Cancelled. Cancel culture. <laughs> Hashtag cancel culture. Hashtag cancel culture. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if people want to cancel me, that's fine. They can okay. do that. I think we need to sign off. I need to okay. go because I have things to do. And I think Telma needs to take some drugs and fall asleep. Tel- Telma needs to go to bed. <laughs> now, so Kayla, do you have anything you'd like to add or plug? Yes. Um, I have an Instagram called Bodhi and Lightfoot. That's B-O-D-I and Lightfoot. Ooh. Like, self-explanatory it's all one word um it's a little uh adventure um it's not necessarily a comic it's more like a story about two characters who uh go through mental health issues and things of that nature and it uh, involves a lot of nature stuff and kind of combating mental illness with nature so yeah check it out yes following now yeah I'm a subscriber, or I'm a, I'm a follower, and I love it. Yeah, thank you. Yes, good, good, good. All right. Thank you so much to Kayla, and thank you to everybody who is listening. Uh, yeah, it's been fun. Have a happy Halloween. Be safe. Um, and please don't TP my house. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This has been Drawing Conclusions, and I'm Connor Town. You tell my real name is still dead. I'm Emily Ruane. And I'm Kayla Dunaway. I think we should sign off like in the words of Elvira. Go for it. Uh, unpleasant dreams. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Yes. Bye. Bye. Hey everyone, this is Connor. Thank you all for listening. If you like what you hear, we'd appreciate it if you subscribed on Apple Podcasts and also left a rating and a review. Uh, If you want to send us a letter, you can send us an email at drawingconclusionspod at gmail.com. Also, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at drawingconpod. Thanks for listening. Bye.